from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com. Good everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today, Tuesday, March 24th. We've got a great show in store for you. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Uh, some books to be able to read that we should, or some classics, I guess you should say, that we uh, should be reading during this time, uh, during this difficult time, let me say, uh, where maybe you are quarantined, maybe your uh, uh, job is having you know, working at home, maybe you have been laid off, one of those, uh, uh, d- suffering right now. But I'll tell you, there are some things that we can do, some positives that we can take on here as Catholics. Adam Story is going to have some of those in in the way of books coming up at 7.07 today. Uh, 7.40, Jean Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview her 10 o'clock show at 7.45. Kendra Tierney's coming back onto the show. She's going to be talking about how we can more faithfully participate at ma- in Mass at home. Uh, some of us have that opportunity right now. Uh, and that is streaming Masses online. EWTN is, is brought us the mass, boy, I'll tell you, for, for how many years. Uh, but now there are masses all over the place streaming online. We'll give you some of those places that you can go um, and also some ways to be able to um, really spiritually deepen that devotion to the Holy Mass uh, coming up at 745. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your Saint of the Day coming up here in the second half or half hour as well. Also, why St. Joseph is the best role model for men. Uh, a great piece that I read the other day from Matthew Shaquin. We'll have that for you as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. How are you doing on your self-quarantine and social distancing? Uh, apparently, uh, things sound sound good. I'm, I am doing okay right now. Um, mm-hmm. How many cases do we have in Iowa? Do you know? Uh, just over 100 as of uh, yesterday. Okay. Okay. Is it, is it 106? I just got word. Is it... Uh, uh, still rapidly increasing in Iowa, or are we doing a good job? Uh, so far, so good. Just very good. steady. Um, social distancing is working, but uh, there's a lot of tests that aren't uh, uh, aren't completed. But also, John, there's some people that have been released from the um, from having the co- uh, coronavirus. They've been treated and they've been released. So Praise God for that. That's, that's good news. No a doubt lot about that. that. That's right. So we're doing that. Now, I got word yesterday, I don't know if you heard this or not, but the uh, seminarians from the uh, Diocese of Des Moines are all coming back from Rome. I did. I uh, did hear that. Yeah, and that is uh, that is good news. So they'll obviously have to be self-quarantined in that. So they're all making their journey back to central Iowa or the state of Iowa. Yeah, they have suspended formation there in Rome. Um, and mm-hmm. then uh, they'll, they'll quarantine here for about 14 days and then uh, get back into regular uh, family in Paris life. 
That's right. That sounds right. So and it will look different. Like- it will look different than what it looked when before they left. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It certainly to say will. The least. So I, I expect you and your your staff that uh, organizes guests maybe to get to one or two of them on if they're uh, hopefully healthy enough they can be on. Yep. We are uh, working on it. Okay, I, no I kind of figured as much. Oh I yeah, kind of figured as much. So. And I, before I, I know our listeners are just dying to, uh, for the answer here of, about this, but uh, how was uh, another day at cooking in the Leonetti house? Did mm. your wife kick you out of the kitchen? Not Is yet. You relegated to the basement yet? What, what's the story? No, you know, last night I did not cook. My wife did, and it was the best uh-huh. Italian wedding soup we've ever had in our life. Um, it, it, I, I make a pretty mean Italian wedding soup. Um, so I had a conference call that I had to be on. Uh, but she, so she took over, and it, it, I don't think I'll ever make mine again. I mean, it was that good. It was that good. So I was all in for that. Okay, so we're we're good. You're out of the kitchen. Everything's well, and uh, you know you've been relegated to the other rooms. Yes, That's the thing. Everybody's got to check out a room almost every day in their homes. Now and, tonight we're going to try instant pot ribs. So we've got the ribs. We're going to try them in the instant pot. We have, my wife pot. has a recipe. Um, again, I'm I'm not going to be cooking those. But and then we're going to do healthy, low carb. Uh, uh, what do you call them? Well, fries, but they're going to be green bean fries. So we're going to uh, take oh, okay. the green beans, dip them in yeah. egg, and then roll them in Parmesan cheese, and then bake them in the oven. Oh, you're you're going to uh, you're going to do very well with that. And low uh, carb. Those ribs will roll right off the bone. I'm hoping. It'll be, uh, delicious yeah, i am hoping good. all right well we we kind of venture out to we we kind of support our local uh, uh restaurants and last night was one night we did that good. and uh you got you got to continue to do that you got to keep them uh you know going and that's true we do that almost i uh, would try to do it every other once every other two days or so we try yeah. to do that yeah, good for you that's a good thing to do all right. Well, let's get right to it this morning, John, from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk, a meteorologist, Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we have cloudy skies, 40 degrees, and east wind at 9 miles per hour. And today from the Mercy One Studios, we're going to see mostly cloudy skies here in central Iowa throughout the day, a high of 52 degrees with uh, southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And uh, tonight, cloudy skies, overnight low of 42 degrees, and tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 64 degrees. That'll be our warmest day of the week. There's a chance of the rain moving in tomorrow afternoon and on thursday cloudy and spotty showers possible a high of 52 degrees and on friday rain likely with a high of 54 degrees well in the news on this uh, tuesday morning well polk county is limiting visitors and staff in all of their uh, polk county buildings effective today beginning at eight o'clock this morning until further notice now the majority of polk county services can be online or Reach by phone. You can visit polkcountyiowa.gov to learn more. And the Iowa Secretary of State extends the absentee voting period to 40 days for Iowans who choose to vote by mail in the June primary and encourages Iowans to cast their ballots by mail in response to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Now, the absentee voting period for mailed ballots will begin on Thursday, April 23rd. And for more information, you can visit voterreadyiowa.gov. Well, today's sports report is Brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And again, all high school spring sports events and activities have been suspended through April 10th here in the state of Iowa. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines,
going. Currently, we have cloudy skies, 40 degrees, and east wind at 9 miles per hour. And today, we'll, it will be mostly cloudy throughout the day here in central Iowa. Today's high, 52 degrees, with southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No accidents to pass along. In fact, a really good commute if you are headed in this morning. Seven minutes from the West Mixer to downtown on 235. Seven minutes from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. How's quarantine life going for you, sir? Uh, we're, we're doing well, you know, the, uh, there, with the kids running around, there's still lots of entertainment, lots of distractions. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's a busy household, uh, even though we're not getting outside of it very much. Right, right. Now, now what is, uh, what does it look like for a diocesan employee right now? Yeah. So, um, at, at the diocese, you know, there's a certain group of people, uh, who are all considered, um, you know, possibly at risk. And they, they've all started working from home exclusively, so gone home uh, and worked from home. The rest of us uh, have uh, opportunities to work from home and, and, uh, and some guidance to do so in order to practice good social distancing. So, uh, but there are still a few people in the building uh, every day. So the, the pastoral center is closed to the public. Our meetings have all been moved online. So we've, you know, lots of Zoom and go-to meetings. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, it's been, it's been really impressive how the staff has, you know, just adapted and overcome and, uh, are continuing to do great work even in the midst of this. How do you as a father, a young father, um, coach your kids in this? How do you talk to them about what's going on? Yeah, well, um, you know, and one of the things uh, talking about going forward, I think that as we face this, you know, there's basically two dispositions. We can approach this worried about ourselves and kind of looking out for number one, or we can decide that we're going to, you know, love our neighbors and be attentive to our neighbors and see what they need and, uh, you know, try to be generous in this moment. And, of course, it's a mixed bag for all of us. We're all a little bit selfish and we all have generosity. But to try to tell my kids, all right, you know, this is a chance for us to really be attentive to loving our neighbors. You know, it's not often that washing your hands becomes a great act of love, mm. but here it is. So let's enter into that, and and uh, yeah, our kids have been responsive. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about what we can do to grow in our faith during this time, because I don't know about you, but my goodness, I mean, we're praying the Rosary every day as a family. We we have done that before, but we've certainly never done it five days in a row. 
without missing, you know, and, and I, I am assuming we're going to make it for six. Um, we've never gathered around, you know, and prayed the litany of this long litany of the saints uh, daily like we're doing. There's so many opportunities right now that my family, personally speaking, is growing and trying to strive and growing in our faith. Um, but there's one thing with that. But the other thing is I want people to start learning more about their faith as well. And one of the ways that we can do that is some good spiritual reading. And now, more than any time, we have that opportunity. You're here to share with us a few books that you think uh, Catholics should take up right now. Book number one. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think about this, and we've been kind of drawn out of everyday, day-to-day function. You know, our lives have changed a little bit. Uh, And then eventually we're going to re-enter society. And and when we do that, I think it'll be a great loss if we just kind of go back to the way things always were, if we just go back to what we always did. So the first book that I want to recommend is entitled The Good Life, and it's written by a man, a theologian, David Masco McCarthy. Uh, And the subtitle of The Good Life is Christian Living for Middle-Class America. And it's just a series of essays and reflection on, you know, what does the gospel say to the average middle-class American experience? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really a powerful book, and I think it gives us, you know, an opportunity to pause and reflect on how am I living my life and, you know, where are ways that I can live more in accord with the gospel so that when we do re-enter, you know, regular everyday life, hopefully it'll look a little bit different. The good so that's life. the good life, David Masco McCarthy. I am going to look that one up. I have never read that book, The Good Life. All right, number two. So number two, and you know, this is a time where I think a lot of people are asking, you know, what is God doing during this time, and, and where is He leading us during this time? And I think a powerful book that just is is a man tracking God's work in his own life is the book, The Seven Story Mountain by Thomas Merton, you know, a famous, a spiritual classic where Thomas Merton reflects on, now as a Trappist monk, he reflects on the ways God was working in his life uh, when he was, you know, very far from the faith, when he was unchurched, when he was, you know, didn't know God at all, but he, looking back, could see that God was very active in his life. And I think that can be a powerful reflection for us right now as we ask the question, where is God in all this? Um, I think the Seven Story Mountain has has wisdom to offer. Mm, a spiritual classic, indeed. Any others? Yeah. So the next one also a spiritual classic, but uh, uh, the Story of a Soul by mm-hmm. uh, Saint Therese of Lisieux. And the reason I put her on there is because I do think that this is sort of a moment. Uh, you know, I talked about the act of love of washing our hands. This is sort of a a moment for Saint Therese where she reminds us that. The most simple things, the smallest things, but done in love, are so powerful, you know, and and our days are just filled with opportunities for grace right now, whether it's, uh, you know, social distancing, whether it's, uh, you know, taking care of our kids who maybe are around a little bit more than we're used to, you know, adjusting to the kinks of working remotely. Uh, or adjusting to, I don't work as much as I used to, and this is going to be hard for our family. In all of these painful moments, these are opportunities for grace, too. Uh, and Therese can show us what that that grace looks like. Yeah. Story of a Soul, again, another classic, Seven Story Mountain, um, The Good Life. As you said, I, I have not read that book yet. There's three Uh, spiritual books to be able to take on, friends. I know you can find them on Amazon uh, as well. Anything else? 
Uh, so those are the three that I had, but you know, maybe, maybe a last one that I'll throw out for just a fun read, mm-hmm. uh, and a kind of a long one is The Betrothed. Uh, uh, and I think the author, the last name maybe is Manzoli, a uh, great Italian novel. It's one of Pope Francis's favorites. He's told all engaged couples to read it. Um, but this is just a fun novel, a good reflection on love and on marriage. Uh, the Betrothed would be a good novel right now. The Betrothed. There we go. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks, John. We'll talk to you soon. Tuesday, March 24th, when we come back, why St. Joseph is the best role model for men. Also, in the second half hour, we're going to talk to Kendra Tierney, a way to deepen our participation in the Mass from home. All of that for you coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And a big thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show, goldenrulephc.com. Yes, I've still seen some of their trucks out and about uh, during this time, and, uh, I, you know, things still break down. Things still need to be replaced. Quality is Golden Rule's motto. No, not just the customer service. The commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials and equipment is next to none. 1999 is how long they've, since then, is how long they've been in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. 
Yesterday, during religion class at home, uh, we were talking about the saints, uh, and most especially the canonized. Now, if you were to ask my kids what's a saint, they'll tell you anyone in heaven, because that is the correct answer from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Anyone in heaven is a saint, but of course the church gives us those kind of light posts, as I like to say, that illumine the path for us to make sure that we're all walking down that same path, because the saints, they walk down that same path, uh, and they light up that way for us to be able to see a little bit more clearly where it is that, that we're going. Uh, and we were talking about those saints that were canonized uh, and, of course, added to the church's canon, the canon of saints, the calendar, uh, March 19th, St. Joseph's Day. It was about five days ago from now. And uh, we were talking about St. Joseph. And I, a couple days ago, I put this piece in the queue because I thought this was just a really, really well done piece. I I read it after St. Joseph's Day and figured I'd get to it sooner rather than later. And I think today would be the perfect day to do it. Matthew Shaquin wrote it, Why St. Joseph is the Best Role Model uh, for Men. Now, uh, let me just say this blog piece that I I have here, I I think that uh, it can really kind of overlap. It can be a good role model for both men and women. Uh, He specifically targets men here. Uh, which I think is good, um, but at the same time, you know some of these these traits, of course, that everyone can um, can do. And I want to share a few of them with you here. Uh, number one, what we can all learn from Saint Joseph is silence leads to sanctity. Now we've talked about this on the show here. Um, how many words Saint Joseph? <laughs> The evangelist recorded zero words from Saint Joseph in the uh, in the scriptures. And now some may say, well, that may might mean he doesn't have much significance at all. Well, I, not so fast. Now, silence is, is the language of God, as St. John of the Cross said. Silence is God's first language. So God is trying to really show us something here through the story of St. Joseph. You know, you, you've heard it said before. Matthew speaks to this, actions speak louder than words. I I think this applies to St. Joseph more than arguably any other person, maybe in history. Cardinal Robert Seurat said in The Power of Silence, against the dictatorship of noise, plainly stated, man must make a choice, God or nothing, silence or noise. I think we can all agree here that if that's true, St. Joseph, he was a powerful one, the silent worker indeed. And he heeded, as Matthew said, the angel's message to flee the wrath of King Herod. That demonstrates a complete trust and dependence in God amidst this silence. So it was a silent trust. It wasn't just keeping silent, keeping out of the way. It was doing what God wanted them to do. The next step of holiness, doing the next right thing, God's will. St. Joseph was so closely attuned to God's will. During this time of silence, during this time of quarantine, is that what we are working on? Being attuned right now to what God's will is for our lives, for our families' lives, for our marriages. What is God's will for us today? And we might be able to see that a little bit more clearly right now amidst the slowdown 
you know, busyness and chaos, which is most of our lives on a regular basis, has come to almost a, a halt. And it's one thing for us just to kind of look for more things to try to busy ourselves with, but it's another thing for us to slow down and take this opportunity as a gift to be able to get right again with God. What does that ultimately mean? It means trustful surrender, where I am surrendering to him amidst his silence, my life. Humility. St. Joseph, boy, was he ever a model for humility for all of us. Matthew says, hearing that you must play, quote, second fiddle naturally causes humans to react in various manners. Being the B team, certainly just not uh, not just a kind of an image of sports or politics or work, but some people downplay the role of the B team, the step parent, the foster parent. I am not a real or, or official dad is a mantra that may go through a stepdad's head, especially on hearing the news that children are a package deal with his so-to-be spouse. It goes into kind of how movies illustrate this as well. But true love involves the virtue of humility. Peter Crave said, humility is not an exaggeratingly low opinion of yourself. Humility is self-forgetfulness. St. Joseph accepted the responsibility of raising Jesus Christ as his own, even though he he and Mary had never uh, had sexual relations. See, what Joseph did is he accepted what was given to him as a gift. Are we accepting this time right now as a gift? rather than looking at maybe some of the pains or the difficulties. And there is pains, and there are going to be difficulties, many more this week and next week. But do we accept this time as a gift? And finally, a model for workers. Russian novelist Leo Tolstoy remarked that the two most powerful warriors are patience and time. Matthew says, although St. Joseph's lifespan may be up for debate, his levels of patience certainly could not be argued, being a carpenter by trade. I am most confident that Joseph was quite patient. I can barely do a house project, Matthew says, without cursing, let alone craft with wood. Men typically associate themselves with the work that they do. Where do you work? Is almost always the first question I am asked. And that one that I ask, and that one I ask as well, when meeting a new person, either at the parish, neighborhood, or the outing. St. John Paul II articulates the value of work best in his apostolic exhortation. Redemptoris Custos. The family. If the family of Nazareth is an example of model for human families in the order of salvation and holiness, so too, by analogy, is Jesus' work at the side of Joseph the carpenter. In our own day, the church has emphasized this by instituting the liturgical memorial of St. Joseph, the worker, on May 1st. Human work and especially manual labor receive special prominence in the gospel, along with the humanity of the Son of God. Work, too, has been taken up in the mystery of the Incarnation and has also been put, it has also been redeemed, excuse me, in a special way. It's going to be a good time, I think, for us to be able to reevaluate our work, to be able to kind of see our work in, with a different kind of lens. Uh, and, and see it for what it truly is, a way of holiness, a way that we are serving the world, not, not here to serve. That work and our work, especially when work has been taken away, 
where we're a little bit fearful of our work, this is a good time for us to be able to kind of analyze or uh, take a little spiritual inventory of what true work really is. And St. Joseph teaches us that. So, St. Joseph, in these times, well, you're a powerful intercessor. Pray for us, please. All of our listeners, underwriters here at Iowa Catholic Radio, all of those who make this station possible. Coming up, Kendra Tierney is going to be on participating at the ma- in the Mass at home in a deeply spiritual way. We'll have Kendra coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And a big thanks to Bell Construction for underwriting the show. Well, I haven't been able to play pickup basketball for a while now with, uh, with uh, Dean, and uh, that's going to be... Uh, on the docket or uh, on the shelf for a little while now. 963-4494. What's not on the shelf is him providing the best quality, best quality roofs in town. Roofingankany.com. Roofingankany, serving all of central Iowa.com. 963-4494. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem at the Sheep Gate a pool called in Hebrew Bethesda with five porticos. In these lay a large number of ill, blind, lame, and crippled. One man was there who had been ill for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been ill for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I am on my way, someone else gets down there before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your mat, and walk. Immediately the man became well, took up his mat, and walked. Now that day was a Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who was cured, It is a Sabbath, and it is not lawful for you to carry your mat. He answered them, The man who made me well told me, Take up your mat, and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who told you, Take it up, and walk? The man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away since there was a crowd there. After this, Jesus found him in the temple area and said to him, Look, you are well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jews that Jesus was the one who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews began to persecute Jesus because he did this on a Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord Notice that the sick man doesn't answer Jesus' question. It seems that he doesn't know who Jesus is and what he can do. By healing him, Jesus not only manifests his power over physical infirmities, he shows that he isn't bound by the Sabbath. Despite the Jews' understanding of the Sabbath, specifically that no work is to be done, God created it as an opportunity for us to recognize the work that he has done and continues to do with his creation. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at goldenrulephc.com. 
Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available in their tap room and at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence has a beer garden for you, your family, and friends to enjoy. Confluence Brewing Company is located at 1235 Thomas Beck Road off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company, where good things come together, ingredients, ideas, and friends. Thanks to Blessman International for underwriting the show. BlessmanInternational.org. Yeah, you know, even though during this time, which is a difficult time for many, it can be easy for us to be able to turn in on ourselves. That's not what Blessman International is doing. They're at the service of so many there in Limpopo, South Africa. Uh, and they are serving those people that are suffering, those people that are hungry, those people that don't have the basic sanitary, um, people that don't have toilets. You know, things that we, we during this time, we, we don't even think about. We just go use the restroom, and that's it. Uh, Blessman International, thank you. Thank you for reminding us what it means to love. BlessmanInternational.org. Jean Wells, host of Straight Talk, going to uh, be coming up here soon, going to tell us what's coming up on her show, as well as Kendra Tierney is going to be on. We're going to talk about deepening our devotion to the Holy Mass while participating at home. So we'll have uh, Kendra Tierney coming up at 745. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. I'll read a, a little excerpt here from... The Diary of St. Faustina, I was sent a text message from this from a friend of mine. Uh, We were talking about silence during the first half hour. She says this in 477, Silence is a sword in the spiritual struggle. A talkative soul will never attain sanctity. The sword of silence will cut off everything that would like to cling to the soul. We are sensitive to words and quickly want to answer back without taking any regard as to whether it is God's will that we should speak. A silent soul is strong. No adversities will harm it if it perseveres in silence. The silent soul is capable of attaining the closest union with God. It lives almost always under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. God works in a silent soul without hindrance. Thanks for sending that, brother. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Tuesday to you. Yes, to you as well. I had a dream of you last night. Uh, you were on Sports Center. Uh, you were sitting next to some uh-huh. of the big names. I really did. I uh, I forgot to, uh-huh. to to make that clear with you in the first half hour, but uh, you were there, and I thought to myself, "Well, there he is. He's made it big time." All right. So where's where's the other shoe going to fall here? That's it. The setup. I Honestly, no. That, I I had a dream that you were on Sports <laughs> Center last night, sitting next to the big names. And that's all I remember. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only thing I can John, remember of my dream. John, that's great, but I have a face for radio. That's why I'm not on TV. <laughs> I, know, I know we're starting that's to webcast it, huh? some of the Dowling football games, but I'm just a, t- I'm a radio guy, not a TV guy. Yeah, a face for radio. That's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Now I I got to get back to something you mentioned that uh, that last half hour. Yeah. You said uh, you are the your your children's uh, backup uh, Sunday school teacher. Uh, <laughs> so Joseph, Gianna, and Anthony are, are who is their back? You are their backup teacher. You're well, the religion teacher well, right now. Is that correct? Well, true story. My wife said to me yesterday morning when I got home from the show, um, I, I made the kids breakfast, and she said, "Hey, can you help Joseph with subtraction?" Uh, today that's what he's going to be learning and i said joseph come here you can just use my uh, my calculator on my phone and that got me kicked out of the dining room for the rest of the morning so i figured that's why you got listen, relegated it's, to it's re- the done. religion teacher and yeah. what, are we, what are we learning subtraction for right now we've got calculators to do this for us come on my wife doesn't agree that's what's going on folks yeah. uh, with schools being uh, you know postponed and doing online uh, the backup teacher is a, is a is a father like john leonetti that's using it. calculators in math class that's so homeschooling you're relegated at its best. to you're relegated to being the pe teacher and the uh, religion teacher huh come on you don't have to do the heavy lifting anymore we got these machines to do it for us <laughs> oh my goodness that's what i wondered the backup teachers. I'm not going to share Gosh. with my wife that I shared that live on air, so I'll just let you know. She's be mortified. Oh, no, don't, it won't get back to her. Yeah. I assure no, you no. it won't get back to her. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Period. Joe from Sioux City. Yeah. But that's a way to get kicked out of the okay. classroom. <laughs> yes, it is. You did a nice job of that. Here we are. Oh, man. My daughter's doing that right now upstairs with my wife. They're doing the online stuff, and my wife's home working. So our, our I got to eat breakfast somewhere else with the dog somewhere yeah. in the part of the house because our, our dining room table's full of cl- it's a classroom and a uh, uh, a workspace. So the routines have changed. <laughs> yes, they have, John. Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Have they found a cure yet? That's what I'm asking. Have they found a cure yet? Because that'll get you out of the classroom. That right would away. get me out of the classroom, no doubt about it. I've heard, th- I've heard there's some rumbling, some talks of uh, of cures, but I haven't heard anything anything yet. So I, I mean, yeah. medications that would work well at least. Correct, correct. So we're trying to get that vaccine. That's the big thing. But mm-hmm. you gotta it takes a year and a half or so to test. So I don't yes, know how they is. can do it with not that much. We don't have a whole lot of time. That's no. the problem. So yeah, you're right on that. All right, you're my friend. We'll get right to it. The backup teacher. I can remember that the mm-hmm. rest of the day. Mr. Leonetti, the it. backup teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what has the world come to? <laughs> All right, from the WHO TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have cloudy skies, 40 degrees, and east wind at 9 miles per hour. And today, it'll be mostly cloudy throughout the day, a high of 52 degrees, southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, cloudy, overnight low of 42 degrees, and tomorrow, partly cloudy. Be our warmest day of the week, a high of 64 degrees. We could see some rain in the afternoon on your Wednesday. Thursday will be cloudy, uh, spotty showers possible throughout the day. On Thursday, a high of 52 degrees. And on Friday, rain likely. We could see a thunderstorm or two, a high of 54 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Tuesday morning, well, Polk County is limiting visitors and staff in all Polk County buildings effective today, beginning at 8 o'clock this morning, until further notice. The majority of Polk County services can be online or uh, reached by phone by uh, visiting polkcountyiowa.gov if you want to learn more. And the Iowa Secretary of State extends the absentee voting period to 40 days for Iowans who choose to vote by mail in the June primary and encourages Iowans to cast their ballots by mail in response to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Now, the absentee voting period for mailed ballots will begin on Thursday, April 23rd. And if you want more information, you can visit voterreadyiowa.gov. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red 
IQ Quick Print. And again, all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended through April 10th here in the state of Iowa. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 40 degrees, and east wind at 9 miles per hour. And today we will have mostly cloudy skies here in central Iowa. Today's high, 52 degrees, southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports on your Tuesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free as we continue with our commute this morning and still pretty light on the interstate. 235, seven minutes from the West Mixer to downtown. Seven minutes from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, her response to a gift of grace helped change the lives of many around her. We celebrate St. Catherine of uh, Genoa today. Was a daughter of an Italian nobility during the Renaissance. Most of the wealthy at the time were taken up by distraction, self-indulgence, and luxury. After marrying an unfaithful and worldly man, Catherine also sought distraction in her worldly surroundings. However, in confession one day, she was given a great sense of her sinfulness. She resolved to live a better life and quickly had given such an example to her husband that he too abandoned his sinful ways. Unfortunately, his spending had left the couple with almost no money. So they decided that they would live in the nearby hospital and care for the sick. Catherine wrote about purgatory, which, she said, begins on earth for souls open to God. Life with God in heaven is a continuation and perfection of the life with God begun on earth. Exhausted by her life of self-sacrifice, excuse me, she died September 15, 1510, and was canonized in 1737. We ask today, St. Catherine of Genoa, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day. Can't thank him enough. He's been with us now for a couple years. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Eddie in the morning. Oh, we got Gene Wells with Straight Talk. Sorry about that. Hi, Gene. What you almost forgot? Me, almost, John? almost, but oh. I didn't. I got you right here, oh. right here. Big Thank bold goodness. letters. What do we got coming up on your show? Well, John Wynn is joining me today. He's co-hosting with me as we visit with Dr. Tricia Bruce, and and Dr. Bruce is is affiliated with the with Notre Dame Center for the Study of Religion and Society, and is a research uh, professor of sociology with the University of Texas in San, in San Antonio. And we're talking about, you know, we have this whole conversation about the nuns, N-O-N-E-S. But, yeah, I was, I was thinking and praying about this the other day, and it's like, you know, why is that? Is it this 
their perceived loss of freedom if they really believed what the church teaches, um, or if they believe in God, then they have to follow all these rules? Are they just apathetic? They just don't care. Hmm. And so we're gonna we're gonna delve into that that sociology, uh, the sociology behind um, what causes people to believe in a in a greater being, um, and interestingly. Um, to also talk about how they react then to the issues of the world, like the coronavirus. Okay. I've yes. got an example of an of a atheist that was raised Catholic that is in the depths of despair. And you just wonder how much their life might be different if they believed in, in God. Sounds like an interesting show. Gene Wells, host of Straight yep. Talk, 10 o'clock this morning, 10 o'clock in the evening. All of it's podcasted out. And may I say, you know, you can go and listen to her past shows as well uh, during this time. They are all podcasted there, iowacatholicradio.com. Gene, thanks. God bless. All right, when we come back, Kendra Tierney is going to be on. We're going to talk about deepening our devotion to the Holy Mass during this time, that you may be participating in the Mass from home. So we'll have her for you right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Hardscapes, things like retaining walls, fences, sidewalks, and patios. You know, everyone has water and drainage issues around their home. If they've been in their home for about five years, maybe you've been in your home for five years. You can almost guarantee that they have soil settling and have some water around their foundation yard that needs to be managed graded and installing drainage tile can fix these issues because these issues don't get better on their own uh thank you five sons naturescapes landscape and design for underwriting the show five sons naturescapes.com that's five sons naturescapes.com your diocesan minute is right now this is your news for the diocese of des moines for tuesday march 24th i'm kelly mesher collins The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming mass, and much, much more. Also, be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page. We'll be posting Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday mass at about 1.30 p.m. each week. We'll also post video of Father John Bertagli's private mass on Fridays every week at about 1.30 p.m. Bishop Johnson will also be periodically sharing written and video reflections on the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page and Twitter account. The Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page also continues sharing online resources as well as videos and masses streamed by a variety of priests in our diocese. And finally, check out the latest issue of the Catholic Mirror, which hit mailboxes this past weekend. You'll see the latest on the Church's response to COVID-19 as well as a few stories of hope in the face of adversity. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt Auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515-257-7199. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Friends, we're going to be with you over the course of um, this whole thing. So I, I really want you to, and we've had a, a significant uptick in our uh, apps that are being downloaded, people that are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com. If you don't have our app yet, make sure to get our app Get it as soon as you possibly can. Download it to your phone. Two clicks and you are on. Uh, I, I think I heard the other day that our, um, uh, our our streaming music station has doubled in listenership since that time. That's so good to be able to hear. So just so you know, we're, we're still with you. We're still here. We've got our great local and uh, local programming and local shows that are still broadcasting live and many more. So uh, please get all the electronics uh, in order and you can uh, again put it right on your phone i know i've had several people already text me this morning that they are listening on the app good stuff let's go to our next guest of the day kendra tierney catholic author and speaker here to talk about deepening our devotion to the holy mass while participating at home hi kendra hi john boy we are in interesting times aren't we Boy, we sure are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I read that we are in future, uh, you know, students' uh, history books right now, a chapter in that, and, and we're just kind of walking through that. Um, participating in the Mass at home. This is something that for many of us that are listening right now, we've never had to do before. But for the first time, for some of us, we are. Uh, how do we deepen our devotion to the Mass when we're streaming it online? Well, uh, it's it's interesting you uh, phrased it in that way because I actually think that for for my particular family, which we've got kids from uh, six months to seventeen, got uh, ten of them, and what we're asked to do is participate in the mass, assist in the mass, right? And I have not found that with my kids watching watching the live streaming mass is the best way for them to do that. I feel like it's hard for them to really engage with the TV and my older kids kind of sit there with their eyes all glassy and their mouths agape and stare at the TV. And my little kids watch for, you know, maybe four minutes and then wander off. So for us, the, the way that it seems to be working better is, uh, is to read the, the prayers and the readings as a family with, you know, with my husband um, sort of leading and the kids helping with the readings um, and and that that's been a way for us to to feel a little bit more participatory in it. Sure, sure. How in the world right now, with you having ten kids, is everything quiet in the background? <laughs> 
Well, uh, it is five forty-five in the morning. Oh, oh my gosh! Are you on? The, <laughs> you're you're uh, in the West Coast. I am. I'm in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Yes. So, <laughs> what are things like there? This is my favorite time. Uh, favorite time of day around here. What are things like there? It's got to be totally locked down, isn't it? It is totally locked down. Yeah, we are in. Uh, you know, they they like to call it stay at home and not shelter in place here, mm-hmm. but it's it's the same. Um, yeah. yeah. So my son is a senior in high school and. Uh, uh, we actually had a few of his friends over on the Feast of St. Joseph, and it turns out that that might have been his senior class party. So, with As a mom right now to 10 kids, how do you keep them calm? How do you talk to them about what's going on? You know, I just, I, I think my family is, is calm about this because, you know, we have that, that eternal perspective on our lives that, yes, this is disruptive, but... Uh, but it, it doesn't. It, we don't have cause to fear because we understand um, that no matter what happens, somehow we will be okay. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I think that um, you know we're we are praying for for people whose families are are affected by this, you know, health wise and financially, and um, you know the healthcare workers. So it's a chance to reach out charitably in prayer and to keep, you know, the, the, the larger situation in mind. But, you know, for my kids, we're, we were homeschoolers anyway for my uh, younger kids. And um, so our day-to-day life hasn't changed all that much, but it's just, you know, right now um, praying and, um, and just sort of observing this, this, crazy time in our lives. Yeah. And I've said, you know, it can be one thing for us to be able to concentrate on all the, the, the negatives, but think of the positives that's going on right now. Again, my family's praying the road. We're not a really holy family. So I, I want to make sure that's clear. All right. We've never prayed the rosary together as a family more than two days in a row ever. And we prayed at five and that's like a world record for us. And I am so excited about that. And the graces already that are flowing through that is just incredible. So, I mean, that's just one area I'm looking at my own family, my own life and thinking, this is, this is really beautiful and in kind of a weird, difficult, suffering way. You can see through it and see a little bit more clearly. It, it is a really beautiful thing. And I, I think it's really cool that the, um, the Vatican uh, released a an apostolic letter that that explained that we can still get the uh, the indulgences for for like you uh, like you mentioned there's there's a standing indulgence mm-hmm. for saying the rosary as a family yeah. but normally the usual conditions are that you would have to receive communion and uh, make a good confession in addition to praying for the intentions of the Pope and doing the action of saying the rosary. But because many of us are not able to get to communion or, um, or confession, we are able to still get that indulgence with just making a resolution to when we are able um, to go receive communion and go to confession for all those indulgences that we'll be doing the actions for. So it's a really cool um, way to, you know, to, again, keep that eternal perspective, pray for... Um, you know, for ourselves and for the holy souls in purgatory, um, and 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 have that have that outlook of that. Here's a time that we can grow in prayer together as a family. I think that's it. I do. I think that's it. Kendra Tierney, thank you so much for coming on. And and uh, you know, I know you're hunkering down right now, but keep uh, pumping out that content and the great work that you continue to do. 
Thank you so much. You too. All right. That's Kendra Tierney, everyone. All right, friends. Uh, remember, again, focus on the positives right now. I think we're going to come out of this better. I really do. I'm not talking about financially. I'm not talking about any of that. I think spiritually, anyone listening to this show right now, all of our, uh, all Catholics, I think if we really take this time and see it as a gift, I know and, and it, we're Catholics, so that's weird to think about. But if we see this as a gift uh, and, and really understand the redemptive power of this kind of suffering, I think we're going to come out of this better than we ever have been before. Keep your eyes on the prize. That's Jesus Christ, everyone. We'll keep moving through. Thanks for tuning in today. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us all and bring us to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.